Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wow, where's my music? Uh, was, uh, this is Tom Hayes. Good morning. It's Sunday in Boston, uh, July 28th, 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I'm ba- finally back after over a month. Uh, it's almost two months of being without my computer. And uh don't know what happened to my lead-in song, but that's okay. Because this morning... We are speaking with Rose. I want to make sure she's got this beautiful name, and I want to make sure I get it all right. Rosemary Bachia Young, right? Yes. Did I do that right, Rosemary? You sure did. Okay. <laughs> Don't be nervous on this because we can erase it all. <laughs> oh, no problem. No problem at all. Not nervous. This is um, kind of exciting for me because uh, we've made this amazing connection as life is with all the technology we have today, with all of the social media and everything else. Amazing connections are happening with people, uh, connecting with people that they've never met before or, you know, never even encountered in any way. And all of a sudden, uh, I've noticed my, with myself, with posts and blogs, I start to attract a certain individual. And uh, before you know it, you're actually meeting them or speaking with them on the phone as we are. I don't know if you've noticed the same thing, Rosemary. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Um, many times. <laughs> Well, this one is especially interesting because this started, uh, now, the first time you met uh, Paul was on the cruise, is that correct? Yes, it was a Make-A-Wish cruise for my daughter, Victoria. Great, and well, there's a whole, you know, a backstory to that that we'll get into, but um, Paul, as you know, Paul Elwell and I uh, worked for uh, a measurable amount of time on uh, our our product and IP the 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 bean uh, Boston's um, you know, start which started off as Boston baked bean and then became Bean Town Pals with the you know myriad of characters we created and so you guys were on that cruise and you said something earlier today to me that uh, you you met at the pool and it went from there. Yes, my my daughter and stepdaughter were at the pool. They came down. They said they had a very nice family and. I remember when we got aboard uh, the ship is when we ran into them. That just things seemed to connect from there. Um, in fact, when we were in the uh, airport, uh, you know, there's hundreds upon thousands of people. Who do we run into right there? Paul and his wife. So um, we chit-chatted, exchanged phone numbers, and had kept in touch from there on out. So, and they'd sent us some really, really great gifts from the Bean Town, and and Victoria loves the Bean. She's just really you know, you know uh no well since since we've arrived at this point, why don't you explain to the audience uh about your daughter and about Rhett's and um you know give us a background because a lot of people aren't familiar. I know I'm not f- fully versed on it, and so some background of what the disease is and and uh you know the the story of how she's progressed uh, and how all of a sudden we connected well uh Victoria has Rhett syndrome, which is a uh, it's a neurological disorder. And uh, hold, can you hold for one moment, please? Sure. 
Absolutely. This is the beauty of uh, homespun <laughs> internet okay. radio is we can take breaks for whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. All right, I'll set. Um, it's it's a neurological disorder. It's an, What it is, is, I have to get scientific here for a minute. Uh, it's an extra X chromosome that the girls are born with. And um, it's also a... Uh, they found it to be an underproduction of an important brain protein. Now, they're, to get, get off the whole scientific part of it, um, we were in, we took her to Boston, Boston Children's Hospital, Sclerit Syndrome Clinic. I want to say it was over two years ago. And the specialist was noticing how she was opening up her hands because one of the key things about red is girls bring their hands a lot. They, they can't really, they don't have real control over their hands. So Victoria's sitting there with her hands open and in her lap, and he was amazed at that. He said, you know, I've never seen this before. He said, please keep an eye on that because that is a possibility that she could be having a ret reversal. Now, that, that would just be phenomenal and amazing. So we're keeping our eyes on that. She is improving a lot, especially in school. Um, she's becoming more vocal. So, you know, we're just we're just keeping on doing what we're doing and, um, you know, wishing for the best. Wow, I mean, that's really must be heartening to, to, to see that kind of thing happening. Now, um, with a lot of, uh, you know, neurological or, uh, diseases like uh, cystic, vi- I don't know if cystic fibrosis fits in that, but, you know, um, yes, Stephen yes. Hawking, who's the genius, um, you know, f- f- physicist, I mean, to look at him, you think that, you know, the, the poor guy hasn't got any uh, faculties at all, and yet, you know, he's one of the most brilliant minds of the 20th century in the new millennium. Uh, so does it affect... Is she, even though she has this extra protein and you see the the symptoms physically, uh, does her brain still function um, on on an optimal level? Well, she she can understand everything going on around her. She is very smart. In fact, when we had her in Boston and they, you know, she'd been through different tests, they said her intelligence could not be measured. There's just no way. A lot of these girls, pretty much, I want to say all of them, they're, they're just, very, very intelligent girls, um, very sensitive to their surroundings. You know, um, they they know. In fact, there was one, I think, unfortunately, we lost her, but she, um, she actually did music um, when she got old. And uh, wow. I'm not going to names right off the top of my head, so, and uh, I'm, I really, so uh, all I know is that these girls have been, um, they they really turn a lot of, a lot around. She has. She's changed quite a few lives. Just uh, in school, a lot of the kids, you know, look at look at people differently now. There's a lot more understanding, uh, a lot more compassion. Uh, she's actually there was actually one person who, believe it or not, checked themselves in the rehab the day after they met her and held her because they said, you know, here I am complaining about my life. And this little girl, she can't walk, she can't talk, you know, she can't use her hands. She has to have everything done for her. She's just happy as can be. And, you know, and and he went and he checked himself in rehab. And uh, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was touched. I, I know. <laughs> you know I mean? uh, well, you know, uh, you, you know I, I get the same thing myself sometimes. You know, I'm out there... Uh, 
a lot of times I don't wear my prosthesis on the, the street if I'm just gardening or something. And, you know, I swim every day here in the summertime. And, you know, I'll, somebody will come by and say, oh, I know you. You're that guy, you know, that uh, the amputee that does this and that. And he says, oh, my God, you're just an inspiration to me. I love to drive by your place. And so, yeah, unknowingly, we uh, I guess we do set some kind of example. Uh, now, so how, how does how does she communicate? How well, uh, a lot of times facial expression. Uh, we know when she's angry. We know when she's upset, of course. You know, she lets us know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. A lot of times she's our alarm clock in the morning. You know, it's, uh, you know, I'm ready to get out of bed. You need to get out of bed. I don't care how tired you are. <laughs> right, so, right, and right. She definitely, you know, she has a very strong personality. So she lets us know. If she's hungry, you know, we know by the certain sounds or She'll uh, smack our lips together, or sometimes if we're having something to drink, a little snack, she'll stare at it and say, hey, where's mine? You know, and, uh, you know, that's, after being, I think after a while, it's almost like a, you, uh, it's a brand new, it's a whole new language you begin to understand, so. Interesting. Now, how does she, in uh, school, how does how does she communicate in that way? Well, uh she laughs a lot. She loves to laugh. In fact, we are a family that loves to laugh, and she will, you know, the, her aide will pick up on the fact that, okay, she's happy, she likes this book, or, or you know, or, or what have you. And uh, she, you know, she'll let them know, you know, I'm I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to be here right now. I don't want, and it's just a certain sound. You know, sometimes she will say one of her favorite words is yeah or yes. You know, she'll try to say yeah, um, no. Or what she'll do is she'll turn her head if she's, she's saying no. She'll turn her head away as if to say, no, I, I don't want that. I don't want to do that now. Um, okay, and what about her, and, and her te- testing and all of that? How does that occur? Testing as in? Yeah, well, in school, right? Oh, in school. Well, she mostly, mainly what she does is she does a lot of physical therapy, uh, occupational therapy. Um, she's on a level. I'd say she probably, she doesn't do the first and second grade. She's now going into sixth grade, but, you know, um, having books read to her, um, a lot of, and also eye gaze. Eye gaze is, is a big thing with Brett syndrome. Um, they make up eye gaze boards, and they'll have a picture, say, you know, of the family, and they'll have a picture of the cat and the dog, and say, you know, she'll, they'll say, well, where's the dog? And she'll look at the dog. You know, that's it, how they Oh, okay. And it's to communicate over the years, the eye gaze boards, iPad, um, the buttons, you know, to hit the button, you know. And, and some that one right there was a little bit uh, different and challenging for her because she would just continue to hit the button. So a lot of times it, the eye gaze board was the one that um, seemed to work the best. I see. So so she's in public school? Yes. Yes, she is. Oh. Fantastic, and so obviously a very skilled uh, uh, aide to you know have a, a read on you know what she's thinking or what she's uh, referring to or how she's trying to communicate. Yes, yes. They, they, what happens is she actually just um, she has a new aide now that spent a lot of time with um, the aide she had previously for I want to say for about half a year just to get to really know Victoria, get to know her. Her emotions, get to know, um, you know, what signs she was showing, and um, all the different things that you know they they would have to do with her throughout the day, and also you know getting to know us and and um, and the communication, communication. Great. 
Great. So the, you guys must be so excited about the news from um, the hospital and saying that she's got now they have the ability to open her hands and there's a possible reversal. Very excited, but we're also we're keeping ourselves on on the reality level, saying you know, um, you know, one day at a time. You know, this you know she could be showing this for years, or boom, she could turn right around and start talking. We, we don't know. I mean, if if it does reverse, it reverses. So, um, you know, it's just keeping keeping that that faith and that hope there every day. Unbelievable. What have they ever re- referred to? Uh... The percentages of of children uh, or individuals that do actually uh, have a reversal. I I haven't heard of that yet, actually. Oh, okay. I, this was the first time that um, it ever that you know when the specialist said that first time I ever heard it. So <laughs> I would okay. I think there's possibly maybe maybe there are hundreds you know of others out there that have shown. So. Well, you know. Um, one of the reasons we, you know, we entitled the show, we were going to talk about spirituality and uh, mediumship and your gift as a, as a clairvoyant and a medium. And, uh, the, you know, obviously, as you told me earlier, that this came to you recently. What um, You've done a lot of work for the, the charity, and, uh, you know, you're seeing, uh, making this awareness, as I'm getting aware right now, of the listeners that do... Uh, to you know, hear the show will obviously become more enlightened about it. And so, what has happened with you recently that just um, you know, you when you're talking about being a, having the ability to uh, uh, to be a medium? Well, things actually started happening when I turned 21, but they progressed over the years. Um, I just started ha- I started having some clairvoyant abilities when I was about 21 years old. And uh, one of the stories I, I will share is I was, I was just standing outside with a friend, and all of a sudden I, I had this feeling come over me. It wasn't it wasn't a very good feeling, and I kept thinking of my brother. And then, you know, in my mind, you know, I, this picture flashed in my mind of, um, of him in a car and, like, swerving. So I called my mother, and I said, you know, is that okay? And, and she said, oh, he's fine. You know, he's doing a, a favor for your father. I said, oh, okay, all right, fine. But this feeling, it would not go away. Um, and the next morning, my mother calls me and says, you better sit down because, you know, I had explained to her what, you know, had come had come to my mind, what I, what I had seen. And she said, your brother was almost killed in a car accident last night, maybe a mile away from you. And she said that uh, if he had been distracted in any way, he would have had a head-on collision. But fortunately, he had no one in the car. He had no distractions. He swerved. He swerved in that direction and went into a ditch. So oh, I, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah. So I was, uh, <laughs> definitely, yeah. I was quite shocked and shaken by that. But um, I, I managed to, to you know, um, pull myself back together and say, okay, you know, something's going on here. And I even asked her, I said, am I going crazy? She said, oh, no, 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 you're not going crazy. And then over the years, I've, I found every single one of us has a gift. We all have something. It's whether we're open to it and whether we open our minds to it. And, um, you know, to keep your mind open to it. But, uh, you know, there's some people out there that, uh, you know, I, I respect everyone's belief, you know, whatever they believe in. But, you know, we all have something. You know, um, my mother, she can find anything. If you lose something, forget about it. She can find it. You can lose it in a field, she'll find it. So, you know, we've all got something within us that um, 
that you know it is uh, I have some people who are special <laughs> I guess. Do you um so you found so obviously you have the ability I mean and, and have have there been other instances or stories that you can share that uh yeah. validated this? Well, um one was I was speaking talking to my husband he was talking about his grandmother and I don't know how many years ago it was that she passed away but um I all of a sudden you know, it could come to my mind just different things about the house she lived in. I'd never been in the house, ever. Um, I described the living room in Seoul. I was sitting there saying, you know, where she used to sit, her favorite chair, the shoes she wore to church, what color they were. Um, you know, just this, all kinds of different things that he said. And his sister even looked at me and said, she says, wow, she goes, no one knows this. She says, only we know this, you know. And I, I said, well, okay, check mark, you know, there's something else, uh, you know, something's happening here. I had another instance with his cousin who passed away over two years ago um, where just certain things just came out. I was talking to him, and I said, you know, I don't know where this is coming from. I said, I have an idea, but maybe you can, you know, tell me. Uh, and I, I said something to him, and he goes, that, that sounds like Ted, that, that, that's him, that's him coming through. And what it was was... He was going to be, my husband was going to be working on a lobster boat, and I had it was a horrible feeling, and I just kept saying, there's something wrong with this boat, and I drew the boat. You know, I hadn't seen this boat. I drew the boat. I drew the spot on the boat. I said, there's a spot here. He says, well, that's where the engine is. I said, okay, and I pointed to another spot, and I said, there's something wrong. Well, it turned out that the, the, um, the gentleman he was working with contacted the man that was selling him the boat and just asked a few questions, said, you know, and the guy said, well, you have to be careful. Um, he also found out some other people that if they had taken that boat out, uh, all I kept thinking was boom, big boom, boom, kept to my, come to my mind. Um, and I kept thinking of helicopters in the air. I don't know why helicopters, but uh, life flight probably. Um, they found out the boat would have exploded. It would have exploded if they'd taken it on the water. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I looked at my husband and I said, "Okay, okay, you're listening now." <laughs> so yeah, it was a truth. Truth of the matter was, um, it it would have been pretty pretty nasty if that boat had been started out out on the water. I I don't think they would have made it out that far. But it, it turned out that it was a very tricky tricky boat, and there was something to do with the fuel and and. Um, and if it just you know a little it was a ga- it was a gasoline engine so one little tiny spark boom gone you know and that's that's what they found out that there was definitely something wrong with it. So now um, this just comes to you. You don't try in any way to develop it, or do you find that the more that it happens, the more you start to get a feel, you get feedback that if you're in yes. a certain state of mind. Go ahead. Yes. Um, it. It does develop over time. There are certain things you can do to help develop it and, you know, keep your mind clear. Meditation is one. I do do that. Um, you know, keeping yourself grounded, uh, all that. But uh, um, I think that over time, the more and more it happens, the more it grows, the more it, you know, expands. And um, one of my biggest, one of the ones that, that hit me the hardest was this past June. I, uh, my daughter lost a very good friend. He took his life. And I um, 
I had had a dream. First of all, he was in the dream. And then I I just started having these thoughts, you know, these different pictures coming into my mind and everything else. And uh, my daughter was invited to a candlelight vigil, and and we went with her. And I knew knew his father from when when I was little. His father lived down the same road I did. And... I went up to him to pay my, you know, say my condolences, and all of a sudden I broke down. I just started to cry, and I sat down, and my husband looks at him, and, and he looked at me, the father looks at me, and says, you know something, don't you? He says, you have something to tell me. It's almost like he picked right up on it. And so we went out of the room, and I started just, boom, it came out, flooding right out all these different things, and he called his wife over, and his wife looks at me, and she says, well, that's the exact outfit he was wearing when we went to see, you know, and uh, I mean, down to the shoes, uh, where he was, I described the room he was in, um, you know, where he he had, had done what he had done, um, what he'd used um, down, I, I drew it all out. I mean, a lot of times it's, I can't actually remember the name right now, it's not coming to me, like I said, it's morning, halfway through my coffee. Um, uh, I, I draw a lot of things out on paper. Um, things come to me, I start drawing them, houses, uh, uh, vehicles, what have you. And um, this was something I did, too, is I drew things out. And I also, you know, they asked me, say, do do you know where, you know, he where he placed it? You know, and I showed that, said that, and they, she, they both just, I don't know. They 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 were still. They were silent, and they said, "Oh my goodness!" They said, "That's exactly where it was." So after that, um, I I cleared my mind a lot, and then I I paid attention, and I noticed certain little things around me that um, really became um, I became aware of, and. Uh, one thing that really stood out, this really stood out, I, I don't know, I, some people could say it's mere coincidence, but this this young man was really into hunting, and um, about two years ago we got his first buck, and at the, at his, at his we went to his funeral and they had, a, you know, a whole table laid out and everything, everything had to do with deer. Well, we come home, and that night I'm sitting on the couch, my husband gets up off the couch, and he was just, he was shocked. He says, you know, get up, look at this, look at this. And I hear this noise, and it sounded like something snorting or grunting. And I look out, and there is this big deer standing out in the backyard, just looking up at me. I, I went out on the deck, and it's staring at me, making this noise. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, all right, I've, I've really gone off the rocker now. Well, some, maybe this is just mere coincidence, but I don't know. It went back in the woods, and it came back out and looked at me, and then it left. And I talked to my daughter about it, and she said, well, she says, she says, if if it was me, she says, I believe that was that was just him coming back to say thank you. And I, I was like, well, I don't know. Some people could sit there and and, and say, okay, you know, this this girl's off a rocker, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's you wonder why certain things happen, how they're all connected, and and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are great stories. You can tell them spellbound. I hope the uh, anybody who's listening uh, feels the same way. Do uh, now. That, that's I guess my next question is: Some mediums can actually hear 
yeah. whatever you know the spirit is saying to them and then convey it to the people in the room. I've been um, there's a gal in York, Maine, that is a f- phenomenal medium, and uh, you know she will actually you know tell me what people are saying, etc. Do you do you get that kind of communication? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. In fact, I did um, with, I, I will say his name, the young man, his name is Danny. Uh, Danny came through like that, and so did my uh, husband's cousin, Ted. Oh, Ted came through strong. Um, some of the things, he had quite quite a sailor's mouth, <laughs> put it that way. And, you know, I, I try to refrain around the kids, but, you know, this one day I looked at him, I said, I'm sorry, hon, I have to let this out, and I did. And he goes, well, that's Ted, definitely, like I said before. But, um, yes, that has happened. Also smells, uh, clear in essence, I think it's called. I pick up on smells, colognes, different things. Um, there's also been tastes. Um, the the one about smells is I, I remember my father was coming back from one of his trips from Italy, and I, I remember this, I still remember this to this day, um, I had my window closed, so I knew it wasn't wasn't anything outside. I I could smell some type of fuel, and I kept telling my mother when I woke up. I said I smelled something strange, like a type of fuel, almost like jet fuel. This is weird. She says, "Well, your father is flying in from Italy this morning." I said, "Oh, okay." Well, I said, "I I said something's telling me about Dad. Yes, yeah, something's up with Dad." So turned out he was when he was when they were taking him off the planes, my father had lymphedema. He had he had um an issue with, with his leg on the bottom, kind of almost like a club foot in the way. And um he also had, had uh, congestive heart failure. So when they were taking him off the plane they, they were taking him off in a um a wheelchair. He started going into VTAC, he had a defibrillator and they had to send him straight over to New England Medical Center. And uh while this was happening, I was getting this, you know, I was getting this. Uh, so the, you were actually the, the, yes, Yeah, you were yeah, there. The, yes, the jet had landed, and my father, they were taking him off in the wheelchair because he was going through this. And, you know, I told my mother, I told her, I said, something is up with Dad. You know, there, there's something going on with Dad. So that's when um, the phone call came in. My brother had to uh, drive down to, to Boston and, um, you know, check on him. And they, they had him, I think, overnight in the hospital, and then they sent him home. So, you know, especially with family and close people around, it it comes in sometimes even stronger, you know, or, or friends wow. for that matter. Yeah. Now, are you able to, um, you know, some mediums are, can tell, you know, have a feeling for what will happen in the future? Uh, do you get those kind that- of readings? <laughs> <laughs> I got a good one to tell you about that. <laughs> um, this was before my, my my husband proposed to me, and, and he proposed to me on the Make a Wish cruise. Actually, um, I remember he was sitting here in the living room, and he—I I can't remember exactly how the conversation had started, but I looked at him and I said, "Well, I have a feeling I know what's going to go on," and. He said, what's that? Because my daughter knew. He told my daughter. She's staring at me. She's like, she's looking. She goes, oh, no. Here we go again. Mom knows. You know? I said, you're going to propose to me. I said, I can see you. I see this place. And he just, <laughs> he's like, aren't you, a, you know, aren't you, a, you know, I don't know how to put it, a, a buzz killer, I guess, you know, cause, um, <laughs> because of the fact that I, I could actually, I knew ahead of time and he wanted to surprise me. Anyway, he did, but still, you know, I I was a little bummed because I was like, oh, man, 
Well, you know, I, I, as soon as I asked the question, I kind of realized I had the answer because obviously you knew something was going to happen to your brother. Yes, yes, yeah. You know, so um, that, 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 that answers that. Yeah. So that how about if you... Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm all done. <laughs> oh, no, if you were... Uh, uh, when you meet someone, do you just pick up on something that may be... Well, as in the case of your brother, obviously you picked up on that. But do you do you sense something from individuals that are living? Obviously, yes, I do. Yes, my father had that. I think that's where I get it from on that end. Um, he was very, very good judge of character. Uh, he could get he could speak to somebody for five minutes and then turn around and say, "Oh, there's a great guy right there." Or, or at times, you know, back when I was younger in high school, about every single guy I ever dated or you know or met. That matter. Hey, he's a piece of crap. Get him out of here. Yeah, he's five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. I like your father. <laughs> you know, he, he knows the guy, and he, he goes, "No good, no good. You stay away from that boy." You know, so he, he was very good at that. Oh yeah, he oh, was one hundred percent old, old world, old world Italian. Yeah. Well, as you can hear, um, we're winding down here. I'm just fascinated. This is the first time we've met, and we only spoke maybe 20 minutes before we actually did the show. And, uh, you know, I, I, again, I knew this whole thing about, you know, blog talk radio, but it's a beautiful conversation to have recorded. And, uh, you know, it only leads to me, we have to have more shows because, you'll, you know, if you're up for it to be a frequent guest, uh, because... You know, this I have a million questions <laughs> to, oh, to go that's, from that's here. Fine. Yeah, and um, you know, it's so great to you know to have these stories validated, and and just your whole life is fascinating. And, and I want to talk about you know in a future show, um, obviously your feelings about you know the reason. I'm a believer that the, everything is, happens for a reason, and obviously you were given the. Um, the, the challenge slash blessing of, of having uh, your daughter with Rett syndrome and with how that affects your life and the kind of story that you were um, handed to uh, live out. So uh, fascinating. I'm down to 15 seconds here, 14. Anything you want to add here before we sign off? Uh, just the fact that this is this has really been really been an honor. It's been amazing. I I I will look forward to to doing more shows. Definitely. Great, and and uh, well, we we've gone over the time, but that's okay because when I found out, we they, they give us a grace period of a few uh, few minutes, which fascinating in my life is that people, uh, psychics, mediums, whatever, run, I run into them all the time, and you know whether it's a vibration or attraction, whatever, I don't know, but what I um, find a lot of them will say to me, uh, "You're psychic," and I go, "We are talking about." You know, I don't understand that, but I evidently, as you said, everybody has an ability, and it isn't in the areas of you know clairvoyance or um, you know psychometry or, or any of those things. But you know, I do. I think we're all guided by, as you talked about, a voice. You know, if you really do start to listen, you become aware. You know, that's that becomes the guiding force in your life is that little voice that that we all know is there. A lot of people try to deny, but it's there. So for some reason, my path um, involves a lot of people like you. And what's 
what will be tons of fun, and, and what's evolving here is uh, that future shows will have will have four or five of, of people with your gift on the air at oh, the same wow. time sharing their stories. And so, I guess we've kind of started a little group um, through this de facto uh, meeting here. Um, so I don't know if you want to add something to that or not. I think that would be great. Uh, that would be very interesting. In fact, in a way, it would be comical, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, oh, I, absolutely. I, I, try to, I try to find that in, in everything. Um, that's the way my family's been over the years. We've always tried to find the, the comedy, in, you know, something that, you know, you're a comedian. And I, I said, this is something because, uh, you know, I can remember all the things my family's done, and my brothers especially, just, uh, you know, you make you fall out of your chair. So. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I am flattered and honored and excited that we met. I'll, uh, I'll we'll close out right now, but I'll give you a call in a few minutes uh, on your home phone, and we'll uh, chat a little bit more. Again, the okay. Rosemary Bachia Young from Hancock, Maine, on a Sunday morning, July twenty eighth, uh, two thousand thirteen. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Take care. You too. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.